0: Tony and David clung to each other. The doctor's reports made them feel pummeled. Praying several times a day, Tony cried out to God to save her husband. Yet early on, she became more and more conflicted by the awareness that in order for David to live, someone else would have to die. Welcome to the Godwink Christmas podcast with stories from Squire Rushnell. This limited series podcast is brought to you by Godwink Brands. Visit Godwinks.com for more information. Now here's the Godwink guy, Squire Rushnell. Tony Espinosa, 48, dark-haired, attractive, the mother of two, looked resolutely into her friend's doubtful eyes, guarding against any more tears. That's what I believe Crawford Crawford trying not to mock her summarized what Tony had just told him you've asked God to completely heal David and confirm your prayer by making it snow in McAllen Texas on Christmas Day yes said Tony Crawford was walking a fine line. Tony and David had been close friends all their lives. He needed to respect Tony for confiding in him and seeking his counsel. Yet he also needed to be honest with her. Gingerly, he continued, Tony, you've lived here all your life, right? She nodded, yes. Have you ever seen snow? She shook her head. Do you know that it has not snowed in McAllen, here on the Mexican border, for a 109 years? He paused for that to sink in as he looked at her directly. And it has never snowed on Christmas. I know. I know, Crawford said tony firmly but i also know god is going to answer our prayers my husband is going to live and god is going to give me a sign a confirmation over the years tony and her husband david now 49 had shared many family problems with crawford and his wife they had met in grade school they attended the same church and their kids played together Ever since David had been told by three different cardiologists that he would die within months, unless he had a heart transplant, the two families had been in crisis mode. They had discussed the outcome of every doctor's visit, shared medical research, and prayed together. Now, Tony was sharing her confidence with Crawford. Her smile proclaimed the peace in her heart. Her faith was unshakable that God was going to miraculously save her husband and confirm it with an historic snowfall. Crawford knew better than to argue with her. Once her mind was made up, it was made up. We're going to pray that your prayers will come true, Tony. He finally said, "Married for thirty years, Tony and David Espinoza lived in a modest home on a quiet street in McAllen, a border city, five and a half hours south of Houston. Their two daughters, Trisha and Lisa, were out of the nest at this point and on their way." Then. The devastating news hit them like a ton of bricks. It was mid-year 2004 when David was advised that congestive heart failure had enlarged and damaged his heart to such an extent that it was working at only 10% capacity. We're surprised he's still walking, said each doctor in so many words. A heart transplant, is your only option, they told him. Without it, you will have only months to live. Soon, Tony and David were driving up to Houston for further evaluations at the famed DeBakey Heart Center at Baylor Heart Clinic. There, it was confirmed that David's ejection fraction, which shows how well the heart pumps with each beat, was only 15 to 20%. The normal range is 50 to 70%. DeBakey doctors put David on the list for a heart donor, warning that it often takes nine months or more to find a perfect match. Even if a match was found, the transplant surgery would need to occur within about three hours of finding a donor. The distance from McAllen to Houston, more than five-hour drive, was another issue altogether. Tony and David clung to each other. The doctors' reports made them feel pummeled. Yet what could they do but grasp for strands of hope that they would be delivered a miracle and somehow pull through? Praying several times a day, Tony cried out to God to save her husband. Yet early on, she became more and more conflicted by the awareness that in order for David to live, someone else would have to die. That doesn't seem right, God. She resolved, instead of a transplant, she would ask God for a complete, miraculous healing. By early December, both Tony and David were feeling a tentative peace about their situation, something like a ceasefire in battle. "'I felt we were in God's hands,' said David. "'I believed that God had already begun working to heal my husband,' said Tony." Yet, she wanted something more, some kind of tangible assurance that God's miracle would be forthcoming. One day she prayed, "'Lord, I know you are healing David.' But just to confirm that, could you please make it snow on Christmas Day here in McAllen, Texas? She mentioned her prayer to David. When he didn't respond, one of those times when husbands don't seem to register or engage, she decided to tell just three close friends about her pact with God their close family advisor, Crawford Higgins, her sister, Sylvia, and her friend, Marilyn. Snow in McAllen, that's impossible, said her sister. Marilyn appeared to agree. Tony just nodded. She wasn't gonna argue. Yet, inwardly, she was resolute. Christmas Eve arrived. David had the sniffles and knew he needed to set an early alarm for his Santa chores and said his goodnights to Tony and the girls and went to bed early. Lisa was not far behind. Tony and Tricia talked about her daughter's work in New York as they occasionally watched Christmas Eve television shows in the background. At 11.30 p.m., Tony and Tricia decided it was bedtime. Tony cleaned up a few things in the kitchen as Tricia looked through the sliding glass doors into the backyard. Mom, come here. You have to see this, she shouted. Tony responded to the urgency in her daughter's voice. She rushed to the sliding doors. Snow flurries were filling the night skies, illuminated by the backyard light. Tricia, is that snow? She wasn't sure. Yes, they embraced. Your dad is going to be okay, whispered Tony, choking back tears. Quick, go get dad and Lisa. Tony slid open the door to the backyard and stepped onto the lawn, now looking like a fairyland blanketed with a thin layer of snow. Her rose bushes in full bloom were covered in white, coatless and alone with God. Tony lifted her face to the heavens, closed her eyes, and inhaled the frosty night air as flecks of snow speckled her hair and stuck to her smiling face. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. The next morning, Christmas Day, Bundled-up children burst from their homes all over McAllen, creating first-time snowmen and fanning snow angels on their front lawns. The local newspaper, The Monitor, captured photos for a special edition heralding Valley Gets First Good Snow Since 1895 and the First White Christmas Ever. It was an event that would be talked about for days, yet no one outside of Tony and David's closest friends and family members knew anything about Tony's pact with God. Four weeks later, Tony and David drove back to Houston for three days of previously scheduled tests at the DeBakey Heart Center. On the third morning, Dr. Guillermo Torre entered the small examining room holding David's chart. He studied it, checking and rechecking the name at the top. His eyes widened, his jaw dropped. He looked at the two of them. "'I can't explain this,' he said with surprise in his voice. "'You're not sick anymore,' He again looked at the chart, and then at his patient. David, you're going to be around for a long time. Tears filled Tony's eyes. David attempted to choke back tears of his own. They stood and hugged each other. Thank you, God, she whispered into her husband's ear. That was an amazing miracle in response to the fervent prayers of one woman who believed that God would not only heal her husband but confirm it with an historic white Christmas. With anyone who doubts that Tony's sustained prayers were answered with remarkable Godwinks, the medical records from DeBakey Heart Center tell the story. On David's initial visit, April 27, 2004, doctors wrote, left ventricle function is severely depressed with left ventricle ejection fraction 15 to 20%. Normal is 50 to 70%. Four weeks after the White Christmas Miracle, in McAllen, the DeBakey Medical Report issued on January 24th, 2005 states, lower limits normal, left ventricle function, qualitative ejection fraction is 50% within lower range of normal, yes! It amazingly says normal. Thanks for listening to the Godwink Christmas Podcast. Do you have a Godwink story to share? Go to shareyourgodwink.com and let us know. Thanks for listening and share this podcast with a friend. The Godwink Christmas Podcast is produced by Godwink Brands and is available wherever you find your favorite podcasts.